Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. So, y'all have heard the expression, you're not that old, but I'm sure you've heard it, that time flies. Mm-hmm. It does, I know. You're six years old, Matthew. And in all of your six years, I'm sure you thought, wow, boy, I'm just getting old. I'm getting wrinkles. I'm getting fat in my tummy. And so the point is that time does fly by. It's the way Jesus designed it. So remember, Jesus and the Father, and the Holy Spirit, and the daughter of the Father, the wife of the Holy Spirit, and the mother of the Son, our wonderful, dear Mama Mary, and all the saints, and all the angels, uh, and the demons too, and all the holy souls of purgatory are in eternity, right? So in eternity, that means that time doesn't go by. It doesn't change. It's called the eternal now. And Jesus is right there. And Jesus is right there, right? (laughs) But it's always now in heaven, purgatory, and hell. Anywhere in eternity. And in time, like on earth, and anywhere in the created universe, time goes by. And time goes by quickly. Because what Jesus wants to show us by the fact that Matthew is already an old man when he's six years old. (laughs) Or or when you turn around and look and you think, wow, we just put those sunflowers in, it seems like a few weeks ago, and they're already 10 feet tall and they've got enormous flower heads on. Or when you think that uh, Clement and George and Christopher were tiny little lambs in January, and now, especially Christopher, the giant lamb, huge. it's huge. Yeah, it goes so fast. Or We're like ducks, ducks go super. Ducks go very fast. That's right. Rings. They do grow very Calipiters fast. do too. Yes, calipiters are some of the fastest. Calipiters. They are. So, um, it, but all of these things, y'all are pointers to remind us that our lives are very short. Now, who remembers the sign that your sweet Jojo, your grandmother, for those that don't know Jojo, who remembers the sign that your Jojo got me for Christmas a few years ago that's hanging up on the porch? What does it say? Remember you have to die. Yes, in English it says, remember you have to die. Does anybody remember the last? It says in big letters, Memento mori. Memento mori, exactly. And memento is like keep in mind. Mori is death, like morir or mortuary or mortuary. Yeah, rigor mortis. Mortal. Mortal. That's right, mortal. All of those have the root word of death. And that's a very ancient Christian saying that was on that was on the walls or over the doors of lots of Christian homes and monasteries and churches for uh, ever since the very early, early time of the church. Now, why do you suppose that in our Christian history throughout our church that there have been 
the holy men and women who have said memento mori. Why is that a good thing? Because our focus, like our main like, goal in life shouldn't be about this world. Mm-hmm. It should be about heaven. Exactly. And that the reason why our lives are so short and time goes by is because this isn't, this is like um, when you get a bike when you're a kid or something mm-hmm. and you put on those training wheels, it's mm-hmm. like the training wheel stage. Mm-hmm. And then like when you really ride a bike downhill really fast and you have the most fun is on a bike without training wheels. That's right. And that's heaven. That's very, very good. Yes, that's very good. Um, so, Ayu, you're exactly right. That's to, it's to remind us that this is not our home. But Daddy. Yes, Daddy. If there's a but that, um, if you get a bike and you don't put training wheels on it, uh-huh. it's like living in the divine realm. And mm. then when you get better at riding, it's in heaven. But while you're still learning how, yes. you're living in the divine realm, like heaven. That's awesome, Teddy. <laughs> very, very good. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, great, great uh, extension of that analogy. So another one is when, so we're about to have a new brother or sister show up, like maybe tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And it would be wonderful if our lady wanted this baby to be born on the feast of her assumption. Mm-hmm. That would just be super. But it's her business, and we'll let her decide when the baby comes. But the when you have birth, so labor and delivery, birth as an image, especially it's near and dear here, because there are a lot of things that are born and a lot of little children that are born. Um, that's another image for time versus eternity. What I mean by that is, think about it. The baby is inside your mama's tummy and doesn't... You can't see anything yet, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't really hear or feel or listen to. Cool. Yeah, just very, very vaguely, and right? And it's all like crammed in with like that little sack thing. Yes, that's so, right. I can't really touch anything. That's right, and it doesn't really eat anything because um, all the food comes to it through the placenta and the umbilical cord. And uh, however, it's still alive. And but then at some point. Birth happens, and that baby leaves the world that it has known for nine months, and it comes out into the light of day, and it breathes air for the first time. It looks at people for the first time. It begins to learn how to speak. It lives outside of the womb, and it has a new life that is a fuller life for its body, where its body was not intended. Watch this. Its body was not intended to stay inside the womb because obviously the feet, I hope this baby doesn't have big hairy feet like mine, but, it's, <laughs> it's, but the feet are not meant to be curled up inside the womb. That's not the purpose of the feet. The purpose is to stand up and walk around. The purpose of eyes is to see far. The purpose of the mouth is to proclaim the word of God. The purpose of the ears is to listen to holy things and to have holy conversation, etc. Right? Yes, I. So, um, you know, you were saying the baby sees people for the first time when it's born, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like, so it can see its mom for the first time, which mm. is kind of like its creator. Uh huh. And then when we die and go to heaven, we can see God for the first time. Of 
Okay, so this, perfect. That's a, yes, yes, very good. That's, uh, that's exactly where I was going with this, is that birth is, so human birth in time, going from the, uh, going from inside the womb out into the life of this world is a big change. And it's, on this, this process has the fingerprints of God all over it, mm -hmm. obviously. This is another one of those things that points us towards heaven and eternity. But if we take the analogy that going from the inside of your mama's womb to the outside of the world and turning into a full functioning child and growing up as an adult and all that as the same thing, and you think about now, y'all think about it this way. Think about now if you are in the womb of heaven. Before, you were in the womb of the world, like before you get to the world. But now, you can't, you don't understand the spiritual reality that's all around us very well. Johnny, yes, Johnny, shh. But you're in the world, and it's almost like you're not born yet. Because you can't see the angels, normally. You can't hear the music of heaven. You can't fly places like your, your glorified body is going to be able to with what's called uh, subtility, the gift of, there's all these gifts of your glorified body. And we're not really awake to the reality that our glorified bodies can have in heaven if we make it there. Teddy, that's going to make a lot of noise on this. Get your feet off there. Um, and you can't see Mary. You can't see Mary, that's right. And you don't, and when you look at the Holy Eucharist, all you see is the form, the outside of it. Yes, I. So this earth is like the womb. Pingo, yes. Or as we say in Japan, ping pong. <laughs> yes. Inside, inside Jesus. Jesus is in there. Jesus is standing in there. He is. He absolutely is. It's like it really is Jesus. It's called the the reality of it or the essence of it is Jesus. Even though the looks like the form of it, it looks like bread. Right. And so, so the point is, you think of birth from the womb into time in the same way, and it's, it's a bigger change, actually, when you die. To go from this world, which you're kind of like pre-born, it's like you're an unborn child to eternity, going from time into eternity. And that's why Christians have always said, memento mori. Remember, this is not your home. It's not. So we didn't need to be detached from it. We need to always keep our eyes on the prize because heaven is our goal and we should let nothing distract us from it. And that's why we always, always want to pray. Christ our King. Christ our King. Christ our King. Christ our King.